I want to thank everybody who is tuning in and listening to Welcome to Strangeland. It truly means a lot. If you would like to support the show, at the end of the episode show notes, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, whatever, in the episode show notes, there's a couple of links. The first link is the is basically Welcome to Strangeland's link tree. Um, that has pretty much all things related to Welcome to Strangeland. The second one is the link to Welcome to Strangeland's buymeacoffee.com page. Buy me a coffee. If you don't know what it is, it is an alternative to Patreon, except if you just want to make a single donation to the show, you don't have to make an account. Now, you can also become a member of the show, just like how Patreon does it. Um, I have one membership tier set up. And with that, the membership, you do get exclusive content. So I will be recording you know, exclusive episodes for members only. So check these, um, check these links out if you want to support the show. Again, it would mean a lot. It also has my email on here, which is welcome to strangeland at proton.me. Thank you all. So welcome to Strangeland, everyone. It is I, your host, Dr. Dark, yet again. This week, we're going to discuss none other than the man himself, Kanye West, or Ye, or Yeezy, whatever the hell you want to call him, and some conspiratorial things that have been surrounding him for quite some time. In this case, we're going to dig into a gentleman by the name of Harley Pasternak. So without further ado, let's get this started. So, Harley Pasternak, who is this guy? I had never heard of him up until maybe a few months ago when Kanye basically brought his name, you know, more into the spotlight for, you know, normies like myself. Harley is a 48-year-old from Canada, and according to the bio on his website, he's a celebrity trainer. Now, I know The word celebrity can be a trigger for some of you all, but, you know, hold on tight. Gets better. He's also a nutritionist who holds a Master of Science in Exercise Physiology and Nutritional Sciences from the University of Toronto, as well as an honors degree in Kinesiology from the University of Western Ontario. So, you know, he's got some, you know, he's got some education. He's got the credentials you know, to back up, you know, what he is. He's a New York Times bestselling author of a bunch of diet-related books, and he has a fucking crazy list of clients. And, you know, there's way too many to list, but I'll name off a few. Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Halle Berry, Katy Perry, Megan Fox, Robert Downey Jr., Robert Pattinson, Gwen Stefani, Adam Levine, whatever, can't stand that dude, KK, Kim Kardashian, John Mayer, Amy Schumer, 
the late Mac Miller, the late Brittany Murphy, and of course, Yay, which leads us to the juicy part. This guy served as an exercise and nutrition scientist for Canada's Department of National Defense, more specifically in the DRDC, which was the Defense Research and Development, you know, wing of Canada's Department of National Defense. And that was, the DRDC was in Toronto, I guess. They dealt in human systems integration, social and psychological factors that affect the resolution of conflict, psychology of malicious intent, and social and cultural factors influencing behavior. So, basically, the DRDC was dealing in, you know, psyops, which is psychological operations, for those who don't know. The DND, so again, look at it like this. The DND is like the main umbrella. And then the DRDC was a, you know, a subset that was, you know, under the umbrella. The DND once included the Defense Research Board, which literally funded MKUltra, much like the CIA. Forced experiments on individuals involving drugs, you know, sensory deprivation, and brainwashing, they were all, you know, primary components of the MKUltra program, which more on MKUltra in a future episode. But let's just say that the CIA has fessed up to the legitimacy of this program. Now, Harley, obviously, he's a celebrity trainer. And he has a massive following. So he has you know, hundreds of thousands of you know, followers on Instagram, Twitter, you know, whatever. Obviously, again. And what's odd is he is known to go out of his way to bash, you know, holistic experts, as well as critics of big pharma. Now, that piece, criticizing and bashing people who are critics of big pharma, that should immediately throw up a, you know, a massive red flag. If you're going out of the way to defend big pharma, Something's, something's askew. Now, who knows? And I, I'm presuming some of these things. Some of these, you know, a lot of these things that I've stated are fact. They are documented. But some of it is just, you know, obviously my opinion on the matter. But when you're that well-educated and you are bashing critics of big pharma here in our country, that would lead me to believe that you might be in bed with some people in big pharma. You might be on, uh, you know, getting some donations of sort. Again, I don't know. And what's, what else is odd about this guy? is in the past, he seemingly has no issues with, you know, fast food, 
And he has been documented as saying that he regularly feeds it to his children while filming them, which, again, odd. And he also regularly tells people to top off their healthy cereal in the morning with some, you know, lucky charms, some tricks, Fruit Loops, some sugary cereal. So again, a nutritionist is not critical of fast food and tells people to go ahead and, you know, yeah, you know, put three quarters of the uh, healthy cereal in your bowl and then top it off with a quarter of sugary cereal. Just seems super odd. Now, in an interview with Escape Fitness a few years back, he was probed on his previous involvement with the DRDC and stating that his interest in how drugs and food affect muscular performance is what, you know, engaged him, drew him to that. You know, into which the interviewee asked him to clarify with, you know, specifically said, well, do you mean performance-enhancing drugs? To which Harley responded, oh, you know, all kinds of drugs. He went on to say that, quote, working for the military, I was not governed by the same laws that the typical person was. So I could look at the impact of certain drugs that are not everyday things. He admits to experimenting with a drug that was made for narcoleptics, saying that, you know, he would use this particular drug on soldiers to see how long they could stay awake without any health detriments. Going on that the drug, you know, will and would keep you awake, but it wasn't a stimulant. So he's, again, very, very similar to the MKUltra program. He was messing around with medications and on soldiers. And again, in this case, a drug that was made for narcoleptics and saying that he would use it to see how long they could stay awake without any health detriments. Well, I'm sorry. My opinion, it doesn't matter what kind of, you know, medication you're on. Any type of sleep deprivation or, you know, anything that's going to affect your sleep is not good for you. So that whole thing about, you know, without any health detriments, you know, that, that, that's a red flag. So again, let's pause for a moment. Just this, just this little small bit of information about him brings out the stink eye for me. You know the stink eye. Everybody knows the stink eye. And, you know, it has me questioning what exactly his motives or intentions are. And we haven't even arrived to the Kanye specifics of the story yet. I mean, this guy is a walking, talking red flag of all sorts. But, you know, I digress. So now, let's get into Ye and how he ties into this guy. 
So everyone, you know, I'm sure by now, everyone knows that Ye has, presumably, some mental health issues. I mean, he's come out in the past and touched on the, you know, some of his mental, mental, mental illness. And I'm not judging. I'm not judging at all. As, you know, I believe that we all, to some extent, all of us have some type of mental health issues. But his, Kanye's has been on full display to the world for quite some time. I mean, for a couple of decades now. And, you know, and some of it, you know, Kanye's lashing out in the past has been labeled as, you know, just his, over, his ego overreaching into things. But if you remember back in 2016, he was on tour and this was the tour, I believe, that he had Kid Cudi out with him. And the stage, it was like this, it was like a floating box, like a plexiglass box. It was huge, but it was on, you know, like a hydraulic lift or something. And so it floated in the air. And, you know, at one of the tour stops, and there's a video of this on YouTube, he stopped mid-set and he went on this lengthy rant. Now, lengthy rants for Kanye is nothing new, but this one in particular it, it really kind of threw some people off. So again, we're in 2016, Trumpy Dumpty. I don't know if he, you know, no, he had been elected. He was in office. And if you remember, Kanye was a, he caught, he caught some shit because he supported Trump. He supported the, you know, the MAGA movement. So again, people were already kind of like, hmm. I wonder what Kanye's deal is. But again, so he stops mid-set and he goes on this rant about the Clintons, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I think there were, you know, maybe a couple of others that he was ranting about. But mind you, Jay-Bay, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they were some of his closest friends. I mean, go back to, you know, Kanye jumping on stage when Taylor Swift won that award. You know, Kanye jumps on stage, interrupts her while she's trying to give an acceptance speech. And he starts going on about, Beyonce just made the greatest video of all time. Like, excuse me, Taylor. But Beyonce just made the greatest video of all time. Remember that? So now he's on stage and he's, you know, ranting about Jay and Beyonce pointing out that he was being ostracized basically for, again, showing support to the great orange pumpkin, Donald J. Trump. And at that show, a quote that stood out was, quote, you still ain't called Jay-Z. I know you got killers. Please don't send them at my head. Please call me. Odd. And, you know, for at least a decade or more, Conspiracy theorists have made claims that, you know, J-Bay are Illuminati. 
with Jay, Jay-Z being noted to throw up perceived, you know, Illuminati symbols at media engagements, etc. So all of this starts to kind of confirm some of these suspicions to the conspiracy theorists out there. But again, there is the fallback of, based on Kanye's history, there was just that fallback of, you know, that's just Kanye's having another mental breakdown. But was he? Or was he for real? I mean, you got to remember that Kanye, he's a bill, he, well, he was a billionaire. We're going to get into how he, you know, fell out of being a billionaire here shortly. But Kanye has ties. Kanye has connections. Kanye's been in the entertainment industry for, again, two to three decades. And if there's some nefarious, you know, shit going on, you don't think Kanye's seen any of that? I do. So again, backing up, the following day after that particular tour stop, Kanye was admitted to UCLA Medical Center for a psych evaluation after a well check, I'm sorry, a welfare check was called into police. Now, you want to know where Ye was and who made this call? If you say Harley Pasternak, ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner. You win a quarter. He was at Harley's home, and Harley made that call. Harley made that call to the police for the psych evaluation welfare check. So, was Kanye having a legitimate mental collapse, or was he dropping hints to the masses? I don't know. Now, fast forward a bit. Ye has had numerous issues since this time. You know, he went through a very, very public divorce from KK. Again, he backed up Trump, visited Trump in the White House, ran for president in 2020. And then most recently, you know, he was talking shit about the Jewish community. Now, little side note, Harley Pasternak is Jewish. Kanye claimed he would go DEFCON 3 on the Jewish community. And subsequently, he doubled down by going on, you know, going on multiple talk shows. Tim Poole, Alex Jones, and more. We'll get to here in a second. But he went on multiple podcasts and talk shows to praise Hitler and the Nazis. Now, at this point, I defy anyone, well, mostly anyone, who claims that during that whole time that, you know, that they thought Kanye was, you know, 
just speaking the truth. I defy anyone. I mean, we all were like, yep. He hit his bottom. Praising Hitler. Praising the Nazis. I mean, hell. Oh, and he, and mind you, he also announced another presidential run for 2024 during this time. And during this whole, you know, Nazi praise phase, he came up with a swastika-like logo for his yay 24 presidential run. And it was something. It was something. He got booted. So, you know, he got let go of his contract by Adidas and Balenciaga. More on Balenciaga and Adidas here in a few. He also got booted by J.P. Morgan Chase, who they terminated his business account that was associated with the Yeezy brand. And they claimed it was done. Now, I'm sorry. He claimed that he did all of this. That he, that, you know, that he went on these Hitler rants, these Nazi-loving rants. I'm sorry, he didn't claim. He alluded heavily that he did all of that on purpose to get out of the contracts with these sleazy-ass companies. He went on Alex Jones' show, InfoWars. Alex Jones, a notorious conspiracy theorist. Most famous for, you know, the uh, saying that the Sandy Hook, you know, murders were staged. That there were crisis actors. Now, Alex has been found guilty fairly within the past couple of months and is due to pay out, you know, multi, multi, multi million dollars to the families. And again, he went on InfoWars and what was odd, so freaking odd, is he went on InfoWars with noted white supremacist Nick Fuentes and he made Alex Jones look normal. He walked off Tim Pool's podcast where again, he was with Nick Fuentes. I mean, everybody was like, what the hell is going on? Leading to Harley again. So early November of this past year, 2022, as Ye was making the rounds on, you know, the aforementioned individuals podcasts and shows, as well as uh, Lex Friedman. He shared text messages between he and someone named Harley in his phone, leading to, you know, Kanye saying in the text. So I'm going I'm to read these to you here. Quote, what should be obvious by now is that I was raised to stand for my truth regardless of the consequences. So I will say this again. I was mentally misdiagnosed 
and nearly drugged out of my mind to make me a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. End quote. Hmm. So again, if you can open your mind and really, you know, take it, look at this objectively, you know, because even I, during this whole, you know, Hitler and Nazi crap, I was like, Kanye, Kanye's gone. Like he's gone. He's not coming back. But then you start doing digging like this. And you hear him say, and he's, he has said something to this effect on multiple occasions. Again, I was mentally misdiagnosed and nearly drugged out of my mind to make me a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. Now, he's referring to when, in 2016, Harley Pasternak made the call that got him committed, admitted, sorry, to UCLA Medical Center. Think about it. So again, the texts going on. Harley responds in this text thread with, quote, I'm going to help you one of a couple of ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words, and everything that is discussed is based in fact, and not some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you, or you saw in a tweet. Second option, I have you institutionalized again, where they medicate the crap out of you, and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. Wow. What? What in the actual fact? So again, start piecing things together. Start looking, start looking at this with an open mind. I mean, who says that? This guy was associated with Kanye and, you know, KK before all of this. He was their personal, you know, personal trainer. And he now, fact, made that call that we referred to. And now someone named Harley in Kanye's phone makes that kind of a statement. That I have you institutionalized again, where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. Holy shit. Now, I'm going to kind, kind of deviate here away from Harley. And we're going to bring it back more to Kanye. But I had referred earlier to when, throughout all of this, Kanye, you know, got dropped by Adidas and Balenciaga. So, you know, to say that this conspiracy theory runs deeper is an understatement because now we have to bring in this Balenciaga ordeal. And for those that don't know, Balenciaga is an elitist fashion company who Ye and KK have been associated with for quite some time, again, with Ye, have, he even partnered his Yeezy brand via Adidas 
with Balenciaga. So backing up to late November, early December, 2022, Balenciaga dropped some ads, some print ads, which depicted young children holding like stuffed, like a stuffed teddy bear that were dressed up in bondage attire. Now, you can see where this may be going if you've paid attention to the whole QAnon craze of the past four to six years. Because that was one of the big things with QAnon was that, you know, the deep state that they were, you know, kidnapping kids, drinking the blood of babies for the adrenochrome, blah, 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 blah. So you can see where this could be going. In one of the ads, courtesy of help from the internet, showed what appeared to be legal documents from a 2008 Supreme Court case that ruled on federal laws regarding child pornography. More specifically, and I'm pulling it up here, Yep, so a, one social media user enhanced the image within this ad, this print ad, to get a closer look at the papers that were like on a table or a desk. And again, it was from a, the 2008 Supreme Court ruling, and it was the United States, States versus Williams. The court had been tasked with deciding whether laws banning the you know, pandering or promoting of child pornography violated the First Amendment right to uh, freedom of speech and expression. Now, back in 2003, the Supreme Court had upheld laws to continue to outlaw advertising, promoting, you know, presenting or distributing of child pornography, thank God. Now, the original petition, so United States versus Williams. The Williams is uh, a registered sex offender named Michael Williams. And he was charged with possession and pandering of child pornography after he had told an undercover Secret Service agent that he had sexually explicit pictures of his daughter, who was a minor. What the... It's really hard to even read this kind of stuff, knowing that there's people like Michael Williams out there. It's just sickening. Now, he ended up pleading guilty, but he challenged whether the pandering charge was constitutional. Now, the Supreme Court ruled seven to two in favor that, quote, offers to engage in illegal transactions are categorically excluded from First Amendment protection. Again, quote, offers to engage in illegal transactions are categorically excluded from First Amendment protection, okay? It also found that laws 
criminalizing the promotion, distribution, you know, advertising of child pornography were valid. Even if underlying material doesn't qualify. And that was according to a blog by a professor of law at Belmont University named David L. Hudson Jr. Now, the specific excerpt of this court case that was seen in the Balenciaga you know, photo shoot, the ad, was part of the opinion of the court written by the late Supreme Court Justice uh, Justice Scalia, Antonin, Antonin, Antonin Scalia, on behalf of the majority. Now, Scalia wrote, quote, sexually explicit conduct connotes actual depiction of the sex act rather than merely the suggestion that it is occurring. Hmm. And simulated Sexual intercourse is not sexual intercourse that is merely suggested, but rather sexual intercourse that is explicitly portrayed, even though through camera tricks or otherwise, it may, na- it may not actually have occurred. Now the excerpt continues. The portrayal must cause a reasonable viewer to believe that the actors actually engaged in that conduct on camera. Critically, unlike in Free Speech Coalition, they list some something, some part of a bill or something. It's a requirement of a visual depiction of an actual minor. It makes clear that although the sexual intercourse may be simulated, it must involve actual children unless it is obscene. So bizarre. So bizarre. So basically, what I'm inferring from this is that what they're saying is the, the image or the, you know, the act that it has to actually involve a real minor, a real child, unless it's obscene. Well, why the hell wouldn't it be obscene, even if it was being, like, faked or simulated? Any of that's going to be obscene. What the fuck? Now, going on, quote, this change eliminates any possibility that virtual child pornography or sex between youthful-looking adult actors might be covered by the term simulated sexual intercourse. Again, don't even know. Like, I, I, just speechless with all of this. So again, this photo shoot came to light, you know, due to all of this, you know, Balenciaga crap. So going back to Balenciaga. The lead creator, creative director for Balenciaga is a guy by the name of Demna Gavasalia. Vasilia. He just goes by Demna. And he was a very close friend of Kanye and KK. Now, 
he ended up issuing an apology for his artistic choice. But then, subsequently, Balenciaga filed a lawsuit against the production company for those ads. They filed a lawsuit against the production company for $25 million, alleging that they were responsible for the weird shit in the ads. So basically, what we're expected to believe is that the main artistic director, Demna, who is known for having very strict control of all things in his ads, conveniently let all of this just kind of slip by. I don't buy that. Other fashion designers, after all of this came out, they came out taking issue with Demna and Balenciaga, stating that there's absolutely no way that they weren't aware of the, you know, the intricacies of the ads. So where does this all lead? After the uproar to all of this, with Ye having been dropped by Adidas and Balenciaga, he posted some Instagram reels, you know, alluding, we're going to, backing up, I brought this up earlier, alluding to the fact that he espoused all of this Nazi-loving, you know, these diatribes on purpose to gain freedom from these companies with them having nulled his contracts. I mean, bro lost a massive amount of money due to all of this. Now, some people, again, he went from being a billionaire. He was worth over a billion dollars. I don't remember the exact number, but I remember after he was getting dropped by Adidas, Balenciaga, J.P. Morgan Chase, that his net worth dropped to like $400 million. Now I know people are going to be like, he's still worth $400 million. Okay, that's still a shitload of money. But when your lifestyle is, I'm not saying his lifestyle is or was contingent on being a billionaire, but he lost over half of his net worth. So again, he lost all this money, but is he wrong? Is he wrong? Or is he being legit? Or again, because he has been so entwined in celebrity culture for a couple of decades, he may have seen, heard, you know, some shit that has just, you know, over time made him, you know, sick. Like it would a lot of us. And he wanted to figure out a way to get out of these contracts. So what better way to do that than to not just stir up negative press, but to do and say what is arguably one of the most reprehensible things that, you know, you can do. Backing Hitler. I don't know. I mean, we all know Kanye's a genius when it comes to music. But we can't just assume that he's crazy stupid when it comes to the other things. I mean, I do think that he's very calculating. 
I do believe that he has some mental illness, some mental health issues. But again, he's very, very calculating as well. So it could be, you know, it could be a combination of the two. Now, after all of the uproar, Ye was also photographed with white supremacist Nick Fuentes, again, still wearing Balenciaga boots. Kanye, come on, man. Now, people pointed out that these boots, that they were the the Yeezy Balenciaga collaboration. I don't give a fuck. You have Balenciaga who threw out these disgusting advertisements. Kanye does his thing, gets dropped, but is still rocking these boots after denouncing them. Come on, Kanye. Now, it should be noted that KK, she came out, you know, kind of criticizing Balenciaga, but she wouldn't, like, outright, you know, denounce them and separate herself from them as a company. I'm paraphrasing here, but she said something to the effect of, you know, they've apologized and, you know, have vowed to do better. What? I don't know, like, like, why do you need them, KK? Why? You're filthy rich. You don't need Balenciaga. I mean, what is going on in Hollywood? So again, going back to the whole QAnon stuff, could it be the QAnon crazies that they have had, if not all of this, a good portion of this nailed down to a T with their claims of, you know, rampant child abuse, sexual assault, and more, you know, being, you know, happening amongst the elites, celebrities, etc. I don't know. Again, as time has gone on, I've learned not to really discount anything. Anything is possible. I mean, just look at the past few years. It has been an utter shit show of epic proportions. Now, mind you, this is the same Kanye who started this whole escapade wearing a White Lives Matter shirt at a fashion show with his, with political frittata, I mean, you know, commentator, Candace Owens. He was then a guest on Drink Champs, which is a podcast with rapper Nori. Where again, he spoke on Nazis, George Floyd, more controversial things. That's how all this got kick-started. So where is Kanye now? Well, he seemingly disappeared for a hot minute. And now he is reported to having remarried to a woman who looks very similar to KK. She looks like she could be part of the whole Kardashian clan. Stunning. So what do you all think? What do you all think about this whole conspiracy theory? Now, where Harley ties back into this you know, last part 
is mainly in a more general sense of being, you know, one of the elites that Kanye is trying to like distance himself from. That's how he kind of ties into a lot of this. But again, as time goes on, goddamn, Kanye may be spitting the truth. Maybe spitting the truth, and everybody's just like, "Yep, yeah, he's crazy." And his and his, you know, his homies, his BFFs for years. I mean, I don't think they're really friends anymore. Jay Z and Beyonce. Never heard a peep out of them. Nothing. So again, tell me what you all think. Hit me up on uh, any of my social media platforms. Email me. Again, email is welcome to strangeland at proton.me. You can find that in the episode show notes along with my link tree and a link to my buy me a coffee. Any, again, any support is greatly appreciated. Consider becoming a member. Be a member. You'll get a shout out on the show and you'll get frequent member exclusive content. Now off topic, just a couple of things off topic. If you haven't begun watching the last of us on HBO, do yourself a favor and do so. It is absolutely fantastic. And this is coming from the guy who, after a couple of seasons of The Walking Dead, just shit on it. I stopped watching because it became so redundant and boring. Almost like the whole zombie, you know, craze. It's just kind of gotten, you know, watered down, oversaturated. But The Last of Us, it started as a video game. And um, here's a here's a surprise. Here's a spoiler. It's about zombies, but it's so good, so good. So check that out. Also, everybody, don't be flying any drones or big old balloons across the United States, Joey B. Joey B will shoot that shit down. Know that. (laughs) That's all I got this week, everybody. I do very much appreciate you listening. And until next time, welcome to Strangeland.